You just cannot do it in a kind of whimsical way. You can't just wing it. You need to be able to know your numbers, listen to your body, listen to the craving, the energies, and know when to push and listen to it and execute discipline. Welcome back to the Ready to Redefine podcast. I'm your host, Sheridan, a nutrition and life coach specializing in emotional eating. This podcast is a fusion of all things health, mindset, and personal development, where we dive deep to redefine who you are and how you're showing up in your life. Here, you'll learn to say goodbye to your self-sabotaging behaviors and hello to understanding yourself, your body, and your mind on a whole new level. I want you stepping into the best version of yourself with confidence, personal power, and ultra clear alignments that you can wake up and smash your goals. So are you ready to redefine? Let's do this. And welcome back to the potty. Today, I am excited to be back in your ears and we're talking all things about how to incorporate your favorite foods into your life while still being able to achieve your health and fitness goals. And this is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about because it is such a common belief that people that have dieted in the past or are currently living a very unhealthy lifestyle, it's very common for people to start thinking, well, I am unable to give up the things in the life that I love you know, like my chocolates or Maccas or, you know, my Thai food, or they think they have to give those things up, the things that bring them so much joy in order to achieve their health and fitness goals. And guys, this is honestly not the case. This would only be the case for someone who is wanting to get literally shredded. Like I'm talking like, you know, 10% body fat, 5% body fat, getting really, really shredded where they'd have to start making super, super like cuts and choices in regards to, okay, now what else do I need to remove in order to be able to trim off that extra layer? But guys, for the 95% of us that aren't wanting to get super shredded, we're just wanting to be lean, to build muscle, to feel our fittest and to feel the most comfortable in our skin. So that might be dropping weight for you, for one listener. And for another listener, it might be just getting really fit and toning up a little bit. For others, it might actually be putting some weight on and doing that through really healthy food sources. So for everyone's goals, it looks a little bit different. But the point is for this episode is to really allow you to start realizing that you can genuinely have it all. You just cannot have it all at once. And if you have listened to my past episodes, you know that that is my current motto that I'm drilling into everyone. So you can have the Maccas, you can have the Thai food and the drinks out with the girls. You can do all of those things. This is where it comes down to, I've narrowed it down today to five key things that you need to know and remember if you are going to be learning to incorporate the things that you love into your diet and lifestyle, plus still being able to achieve your health and fitness goals, no matter what they are. So these are five really key important things to remember. And guys, remember, it's all good and well to know certain things, but it's all about literally then choosing to execute them. So you can't just know something. You have to figure out then how you are going to integrate what you have learned into your life in a way that is sustainable and in a way that is going to work for you and in a way that makes you actually excited. So guys, it's all good and well to listen to these episodes and to know them, but you guys are the ones that have to actually do the work to integrate it. So let's get stuck in. So first of all, 
Number one, number one is know your numbers. Make sure that you're not eating too much because you might love to integrate, you know, yeah, the foods that you love into your diet. But if you're doing that and you're not being careful still about how much you're eating around that one particular meal or even in that particular meal, then it's very difficult to then being able to integrate that that food or a couple of meals into your week. It's very difficult to integrate those and eat them and not feel regretful unless you genuinely know that they can actually fit in with your day and your week in, in terms of your calories and for you to not feel guilty about them. So the numbers are very important. Now, second to this, the best thing that I can recommend around knowing your numbers is understanding not only on like a weekly basis how much you should be having on the daily in regards to how much exercise you're doing and what your daily maintenance calories are. But then from there, figuring out, okay, you know, let's say, let's call it 2000 calories a day, which is the average female diet. I guess a good starting point. So we're saying 2000 calories a day. Maybe you're planning to go out for dinner and have a beautiful Thai food dinner. I always use Thai because everyone here knows that it's my absolute favorite go-to takeaway dish. And I'm hungry right now, so we're just going to go with it. So let's say it's Thai food. Usually for Thai, knowing that I'm probably going to have a stir fry with plenty of rice, a little entree, maybe a glass of wine. And if it's like, you know, towards the weekend or something like that, I'll usually leave roughly 700 to 800 calories free for my dinner, knowing that I'm going to probably eat those up at dinner. So that way I know that when I do go out, And I know that I'm going to be having something with a bit more sauce, a bit more, you know, zhuzh than what I usually would have just at home by myself. I know that that meal is still going to fit in with my daily calories. So I know that when I go out, I don't need to track the calories. I don't need to freak out about it. When I leave, even if I'm super full, I know that I've still kept and banked those calories for that dinner. So there's no need to feel guilty or regretful or anything like that. I can leave and know that I've still done myself a great service because I've, I've allocated those calories in that time to be able to go out and enjoy a beautiful meal with family or friends. And then I've gone home and I still haven't compromised on my long-term goals with my health and fitness. So that just means that if you've banked those calories for that evening throughout the day, we want to be a bit more conscious of potentially, you know, having a slightly smaller breakfast. If we usually would have a big breakfast, big lunch and a smaller dinner, then obviously we need to flip the script a little bit and have potentially a smaller brekkie, maybe a slightly smaller lunch, maybe only one snack throughout the day. And that way for dinner, you might be a little bit more hungry. We're not ravenous. Remember, guys, we're not going to that, you know, restriction mindset, but we've left a little bit more of our calories for the day for that dinner so that we know that we can go out and fully, fully enjoy. Now, I do want to also mention here that it is okay on occasion where we have some spontaneous coffee catch ups or a spontaneous dinner out where we haven't saved calories for something like that. This is this is where it's really important, guys, to make sure that we don't give ourselves time or the ability to feel really guilty about the fact that we may be going over our calories for the day. This is where my approach is always to be really gentle on yourself in these moments and be like, okay, I didn't know this was going to happen. That is okay. And then make a conscious decision. Okay. Do I still want to go out for dinner? And can I do that and potentially still fit it in to my to my day. So maybe that looks like in this Thai scenario, friends reached out saying, hey, let's get Thai dinner tonight. I might not have planned for that dinner. So I might have not planned enough calories to really be able to go out and have a huge meal. So in that moment, I'm going to one, either decide to still go or two, say, hey, can we maybe do it another night? My approach is always a little bit more on the 
on the free side, I don't like that kind of restriction of being like, oh, I can't go out for dinner. So in this example, I usually always recommend that you still go, but instead of going and you know, having the seven, 800 calorie meal that you potentially would have, maybe this looks like you going and just having, you know, one of the stir fries as opposed to the stir fry, the entree, the wine and the dessert, right? So we're working a way for us to still be able to enjoy the things in life, enjoy the social events and enjoy still going out. But understanding that sometimes we need to make compromises and sometimes we can have huge, you know, really bigger meals and sometimes we might have to take the options or we might want to take the options where we don't have such a huge eating fiasco in, you know, at dinners or events or things like that. We can still make very conscious decisions about our food, even though we're allowing ourselves to go out for dinner or to drinks or things like that. Now, this leads me on to my second point. So number two is listening to your body right? So we want to listen to our body. We want to listen to our energy and our cravings. So when we incorporate our favorite foods, we want to know that we are actually allowing ourselves to feel the cravings that come up and not judge ourselves for them, not try and push them down. So let's say you're craving carbs and you're really tired and you're like, okay, I'm really just craving some comfort food. This is where my One of my teachings with my clients is always making sure that we listen to those cravings and we actually recognize them as our body giving us some signals that it is wanting something. And as opposed to just completely denying it, we can then go, okay, how can I honor this craving? How can I honor my body and show that I'm listening to it? How can I work with it? What does that look like? And potentially what does that, yeah, what does that look like and how can I fit that in? So recognizing what our body is wanting And then making conscious decisions to honor that. And the reason that this works in with incorporating favorite foods is by understanding, okay, like for instance, this morning, I'm going to use another self-example, but this morning woke up, had a couple of drinks last night, woke up and I was craving my classic sausage and egg McMuffin. And everyone knows that I love my sausage and egg McMuffins. I have them maybe like once a week, once a fortnight, because I just absolutely love having one on a Sunday. My partner and I, we go for a walk, we get a coffee, get a sausage and egg McMuffin with the hash brown and we walk home. And it's just our nice little tradition where it's, you know, we're both not big takeout people, but when we have that one meal, it's just, it just hits the spot and it literally, it's just amazing. I love it. And when I learned or realized that I could actually have that with no guilt, no shame, I know my numbers. I know that it's probably, I know that it's not the healthiest in terms of fat or protein or anything like that. I know it's probably, you know, if we're talking clean carbs, dirty carbs or anything like that, it's very much more on like the dirty kind of carbs. Like it's obviously not like a sweet potato kind of carb, but that is okay, guys. It is absolutely okay. And it's when you have these meals, you listen to your body and you honor that you are going to not only tick the you know, the calorie box that you've eaten something when you're hungry, but you've also ticked the, like the emotional box, the soul feeling box. You want to be able to tick that satisfaction box so that you can walk away from that meal and be like, wow, that really just hit the spot. And I know that the rest of the day, I'm going to be help picking healthier options. I'm not going to have a huge blowout day. If I have this one meal, the next actions that I take, the next meals that I choose to have can actually choose to be really balanced, really healthy, lots of greens, lots of salads. So for instance, after the sausage and egg, I went to the gym, felt great. Like obviously probably didn't feel as great as if I had like eggs on toast in terms of energy, but that's okay. Anyway, so I came home, had a salad, had some roast chicken, had like a little bun. And then this afternoon I've had a little protein bar. Like 
all my next choices are still healthy choices. It's not about having the one sausage and egg and then feeling so guilty. And then lunch is a complete, you know, overhaul of KFC. And then your dinner is like all this huge pasta and like, just, you don't need to then let one choice affect all your other choices. And this is going to work into one of my next points, but we need to understand that balance, right? We can have and incorporate some awesome, awesome food into our days or into our weeks and not feel guilty about it when you do, going back to number one, when you do know your numbers, it is okay to use those numbers and use your calories to still be able to have a lot of the meals that you do absolutely love. So if that's Froyo or that's like ice cream at the end of the day, or if that's whatever, you guys can still have that. But again, you just can't have it all at once. So work it into your weeks. So that's the number point two. That's point two. Listen to your body and listen to your body's signals. So your cravings, your energy, what is your body wanting? And then allowing yourself and choose, making a conscious decision to honor that and choose to have some food throughout the week that you genuinely are craving and feel like. Now, number three is keep your routine around that event or that meal. So this is literally, if you guys take one thing away from this episode, this is what I want you to take away. Keep your routine around that event or meal. So this looks like going out last night, maybe you had a couple of drinks with a couple of girlfriends, had a couple of cocktails, maybe you had a, a bit more than you intended. That's okay. The most important thing is making sure that that one event, that one meal, even if, let's say you've completely blown out your calories and you've had this huge evening but even if you didn't make a very conscious decision to do that, that's okay. The most important thing is that the next day you then get back on track and you choose healthier options, remembering your numbers, remembering to listen to your body and what it's asking for. You need to make sure that that one event, those couple of hours don't then dictate the next 24 or 48 hours, because this is where we then let one decision, one meal, one food completely derail our whole week. And this is very, very much where I talk about this, the kind of, it was like a concept where I call the fuck it button. It's where if you picture it like a big glowing button in front of you. And we picture it sometimes being really close where it's very easy to just hit it. You know, this might be on a Friday night, you're exhausted and you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to have the, you know, Uber Eats that I want. So you press the fuck it button. Sometimes it feels like the fuck it button is really, really far away. It's not really enticing to hit it. You know, you're in your great flow, in your routine, and you're like, you're just making decisions that are really good for you. Fuck it button is nowhere to be seen. This is where when we don't keep our routine, when we do have a meal that's potentially not what we should have had, or it's a bit too much, or we're feeling guilty, whatever, the fuck it button starts glowing and it gets really, really close, gets really enticing. These are the moments, guys, that literally define whether you hit your health and fitness goals and whether and how quickly you move on from any kind of setbacks. The fuck it button is going to be right in front of you. It's going to be glowing and you're going to have that voice in your mind that's saying, do it, do it, just hit it. It's fine. You're going to feel great. You know, like you deserve this, you know, you, you can get back on track tomorrow. Don't worry about it. This is where guys, we have to be super conscious of one, that voice and two, how close that fucker button is. And remember that in this moment, you still have the choice to make very conscious decisions that are either going to give you a step forward closer to your goals, or they're going to be pushing you a step back. So it's really important to remember in these moments 
that you don't have to completely hit the fuck up button. You can move the button to the side and you can make the difficult decision to just get back into your routine, no matter how difficult it is. So maybe that looks like the next morning after drinks with the girls on a Saturday night, maybe that looks like you going for a walk, going to get a takeaway coffee, listening to a podcast, getting back in your good friend mind, going to sit outside, get some sun and then going to the gym. Maybe it actually looks like just going for that one walk because you're just so tired. Maybe that is what your routine looks like for that day. But it's not about lying in bed all day and then ordering Uber Eats and then ordering Uber Eats again for dinner and then getting, you know, a Gatorade and all this nonsense that you probably wouldn't have, but you've just chosen to have it because you've hit the fucker button and you're like, oh, screw it. I've already screwed up. So it doesn't matter or whatever. You need to get back into your routine and remember that one meal, that one event, whatever it was, doesn't have to dictate the next, you know, 10 decisions you make. You can then choose to get back on it. And guys, this kind of goes back to this idea that you can keep taking steps forward little by little by little. And some moments when we have, you know, a big hurdle to jump or something's gone wrong, we feel as though it's this big step back. Guys, sometimes it's like a little mini shuffle back. You don't have to take this full, huge step back. You don't have to turn around and keep running back to where you started. You can just look at it as you've taken this little shuffle back. And so you can just take a shuffle forward. Just take the next couple of steps that are going to get you that little bit closer to your goal. Don't look at what's happened as this huge issue that, you know, something's completely derailed. You've screwed everything up. You haven't. You haven't. The only way that you've screwed everything up is if you choose to press that fuck it button and to not stop pressing it, which is obviously not what we want to do. So that was number three. Keep your routine around the the event or meal. Now, number four is one that you guys will have heard so, so often, and that's the 80-20 rule. And this is literally the number one key. And this very much goes in with everything that we've already been talking about. But just to kind of really hone it in, 80-20 rule is really important. So This means that for anyone who hasn't heard this before, 80% of the food that you have throughout the week, we want to make sure that that's coming from really good energy sources, really good nutrient dense food that fills us up, that makes us feel good. So this, you know, this incorporates carbs, proteins, fats, this incorporates, you know, lots of leafy greens and fruit and, you know, all that good stuff. And then the 20%, so the 80-20 rule, is making sure that we still incorporate a lot of our soul foods, a lot of the stuff that we really love, really enjoy. Maybe it's, you know, pizza on a Friday night. Maybe it's, yeah, the Sunday morning egg sausage and egg McMuffin with, you know, a Coke or something. Obviously not in the morning, but Coke in the afternoon or whatever it is. The 20, like 80% of the time, you want to make sure that you are hitting all of those carbs, fats, proteins from really awesome sources. And the 20% of that hundred is making sure that we can have the food that we genuinely really, really love and have it with no guilt, no shame, whilst knowing your numbers, while still getting back to the, you know, back to the routine the next day, you can have that 20% and actually genuinely enjoy it. Life is meant to be lived, guys. You are not meant to be on any kind of diet or restriction feeling as though, holy crap, I feel like I'm going to give in at any second. This sucks. That is not what it is meant to be like. And if this is you and you're like, shit, that's so me, I would really invite you to take a really big look at how you are approaching your health and fitness goals and realizing that it does not have to be that tricky. Yes, we still have to always execute discipline. Yes, we still need to be able to, you know, find motivation on days where we don't have motivation. Yes, it's not always easy, 
but it is supposed to feel somewhat in flow. It's not meant to be this huge uphill battle where you feel as though you're going to break at any second and then you're just going to go ham on the fridge. It is not meant to be that difficult. You need to be able to feel as though you have it under control, that you can manage it, and that it feels somewhat enjoyable, guys. Like it is genuinely meant to be enjoyable and it can be. You just need to figure out your numbers. You need to know how to listen to your body and being able to honor its cravings. You need to be able to keep your routine after that, you know, those 20% little foods that you have that are more soul foods. You need to remember the 80-20 rule. And last but not least is our fifth key point here today, and that is compromise and discipline are both musts. So what I mean by this is we have to learn to compromise. And this is, I guess, a great way of describing this is understanding that, I guess it goes back to the motto, guys, you can have it all, but you cannot have it all at once. So there are going to be some times where you might have girlfriends, let's say, where you want to have breakfast, lunch and dinner out. You want to have a coffee date. You want to get the muffin. You want to be able to have the ice cream when you get home. And then you want to be able to have the popcorn with your partner when you watch TV. You want to be able to have the chips and the whatever. You can't have it all at once. I mean, you can, but it is not going to help you get to your health and fitness goals if you genuinely want to get there. This is where compromise is so important. We can choose to have all of those things, but we can't have them all in the same day, all in the same week. Remember, and then I want you to pull from the things that we've learned today in this podcast. That's where the 80-20 rule comes in. Okay, how many of my meals today have been really wholesome, nutrient-dense foods? Can I have another little snack or an extra little thing tonight? Or should I wait until tomorrow and incorporate that into tomorrow's food? Is that going to be the healthiest option for me? Guys, compromise is really, really important. We can't have it all, but we can learn to work it into our week, work it into our day tomorrow if we genuinely want to still have it by then. And the second part to this point was the discipline. And this is also a must. And this is where it goes back to understanding if we do actually incorporate all of these five points, there are going to be some days where it feels tougher. There are going to be some days where you just want to eat all of the chips and you want to eat all of the whatever. But guys, we have to come back to if you genuinely want to meet your health and fitness goals, you genuinely want to get there, you can do it. But discipline goes hand in hand with that compromise. You just have to know when to really execute that discipline when you need to get out of bed in the morning on a Sunday and go for that walk and get your head back in that good mind frame. We need to be able to do that and not just allow ourselves to sit in bed all day. The discipline might also look like if you're feeling like your energy is really off this week, you've got no energy for the gym, maybe then the discipline is actually taking a step back from the gym and going for a walk and still making sure that you get some exercise. Like for instance, today, guys, I went to the gym and I could not lift as heavy as I did last week. I don't know what it was, but I it, probably half mental, part physical, but I just felt exhausted and I could not get the same amount of reps in for the same weight. It was really, really disheartening. And I had to kind of give myself a moment and be like, okay, Sherry, your body is telling you something. You are exhausted or something's just not right mentally. And I'm just needing a step back. I can't put my 100% in today. But my discipline was going, okay, I'm still going to do potentially half of the reps that I could before or last week. I'm going to try and do half of my reps 
and I'm going to enjoy every rep. I'm going to try and just complete that. That's my expectation. And then I'm going to go for a little 20 minute run. That is all I'm going to do today. I'm not going to force myself and feel bad about myself and beat myself up or I'm not going to go home. My discipline is still committing to doing something so that when I go home, I still feel as though I've accomplished something and I've moved my body. That was my discipline in that moment. People think discipline is still pushing yourself into the ground in in that moment where you feel as though, oh, I can't do all the reps. It is literally doing them anyway. No, guys, discipline is not that. Discipline is listening to your body and understanding yourself well enough that you know when to execute really hard and harsh discipline and then also knowing when to take a step back and allow yourself a moment of rest or peace as well. So compromise and discipline are both musts. That being said, that takes us to the end of the episode today, but I just want to remind you guys, you can incorporate all of your favorite foods into your life. You absolutely can, and you can do it while achieving your health and fitness goals. You just cannot do it in a kind of whimsical way. You can't just wing it. You need to be able to know your numbers, listen to your body, listen to the craving, the energies, and know when to push and listen to it and execute discipline, but then also knowing when to take a step back. Then number three was keeping your routine around the event, a meal. Remember that your routine is so important. Don't let one decision with food or one mishap or challenge with food or drinks or whatever literally determine the next 10 or 20 decisions you make. It is not worth it. You can just get back on track. It is going to help you meet your health and fitness goals much, much faster. Then remembering the 80 and 20 rule, this is your number one key guys to incorporating the foods that you love into your life. And finally, compromise and discipline are both musts. So you really need to know how and when to execute these along with the other four points to make sure that you can incorporate the macas and the ice cream and all the stuff that you want. Finally, I'm going to leave you on my favorite motto. You can have it all, guys. You just can't have it all at once. You need to know how and when to execute that discipline and know when to compromise on the stuff that you love. So I believe in you. I love you. If you have any questions about today's podcast, please feel free to come over on Instagram at Sheridan Jackson with an underscore at the end. DM me and ask me any questions that you might have. Don't forget, I also now have a monthly bonus episode that will be coming out. The first one is coming out after this podcast in a couple of days. I believe it'll be coming out every Friday morning. So if you have any questions that you want answered, any advice that you need in terms of health, fitness, mindset, self-love, body image, whatever, come over to my Instagram, send me a DM, and I will be sure to answer it on our next monthly Q&A. But thank you so much for listening, guys, and I will chat to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another Ready to Redefine episode. If you haven't yet left a review, please head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave a comment about your biggest takeaway or your favorite episode so far. I can't wait to be back in your ears next Monday. So have an amazing week and don't forget to drink your coffee, eat your carbs and be kind. Bye-bye.